Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Hour number two of Ben and Woods on a Friday is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Oh, did someone say golf? Because uh, Team USA is actually showing some signs of life, Woods. I'm going Thought home. you'd be interested. Adam. Now they're getting still clobbered CBS by... CBS Sports Radio. Rory McIlroy and Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt Fitzpatrick. We're nice here. He's humble. I think I'm usually pretty good here on the show about admitting when I got it wrong. That's CBS Sports Live right. from Los Angeles, here's Bill Ryder. Oh, hey, it's hell Bill yeah. Ryder show. Friday, let's go. Let's get let's see. into What's it. He talking a lot about? of things to tackle over the course let's of the tackle. show. Deion Sanders cannot lose, even though Colorado probably gets we'll college see. football. Mm-hmm. Beat the hell up by USC. Kurt Schilling's going to be in for it. He's been in for it from everybody. We'll pile on. Probably Bryce we will, Harper. too, and they'll yeah. do this. Yeah, coming up, well. coming up next. 30 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes. Cells on fire. Bum of the week is coming. It could be. Bum, bum of the week. Me. Haven't had an in-house bum of the week in a while. But let's start with the Detroit Lions. All right, turn it off. There you go. Didn't start with golf. Yeah, he didn't. That's true. Didn't even mention the Ryder Cup. You love the Ryder Cup. Come I on. do. You do. But I also know. I mean, I also love love indoor box lacrosse. I mean, they're going to be down 5 I nothing. love our audience. They're going to be down 5 nothing soon when uh, Rory and Matt finish off Xander and Colin. But we're, we're leading in two of the other matches and tied in the other one. Okay. So if they can somehow scrape together a few points, they can get back in this thing. Okay. In the Friday four-ball matches. Right. Did you see the morning pairings? They had Rory McIlroy and Tommy... F- well, never mind. Tommy Pham? Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, Tommy Fleetwood. So they called Tommy it, Pham would they called be... They it Fleetwood Mac, was the Fleet, Fleetwood McElroy pairing. No. They did. They called it that. I just want to go home at this point. The good news is we have three more hours. Three more hours of this. Can't why, help it. I like why the can't Ryder you Cup. help yourself? I love the Ryder Cup. But... Did you see the start of the event? They no, created these. I it, didn't. It was like it was like a hundred rows worth of stadium seating around the first tee. I get nervous when I just tee off like in a normal round by myself on the first tee. I can't even imagine having to stand in front of thousands of people and hit a golf shot in like in the middle of an arena stadium setting. The way they set it up. That's why they're pros. I know, but it's. I mean, they all say it's the nervous they've ever been over a golf shot. Hey, Woods, who are you starting in the flex this week? In yeah, I should. Football? I should just go over my fan. That's 
my fantasy football team. I did just make a move and, and bench Jerry Judy I would love in to case hear you're interested. Fine. It's just a, de- a, just a bit of a derailer. It was the start of the set. How can I derail anything? We were coming out of a break to start a new hour. Can't look at him. He's mad at me for some reason, but <laughs> not my fault. Yeah, there you go. Talk some Thursday night football. Good game. I was going to finish our conversation about Kyle Bodie. Okay, our, let's on do our it. Interview. It was my plan. Thank God. Okay. After a quick Ryder Cup update, okay. and then because we talked about the minor league philosophy of the Padres a second ago, we did focusing on the top end prospects rather than. Kind of everyone in the system. Correct. But what about the uh, his comment that the Padres were actually one of the first teams to get into this, these advanced biometrics and biomechanics, but because of that, they've sort of now been passed by some other teams as they've now they're playing catch-up with their lab. And he said that the, the PLNU facility that's a good thing for the Padres that they're you know they're moving forward and stepping forward but they may have the last couple of years been behind the times because that's what happens when you are when you're the first to get into something when you buy the first Tesla yeah and you have to deal with all the like mechanical issues and stuff that they didn't know about and then someone else buys the second or third generation one and it's perfect and it works fine and you're like, well, I need to get one of these new ones, but I'm still paying off the old one. So you end up falling behind in the new technology, even though you were the first one to get it. That seems like what he was saying about the Padres. And that's that's it's you can't. It's hard to chase technology. It's really, really hard to take chase technology. You know what else it is? It's really expensive to chase technology. I did. I loved what he said when he said, "Yeah, so we did this." And we start to see some gains or some, you know, some some results, right? And you get the results, you go, this is great. I'm so glad we invested in this. <laughs> then somebody comes and goes, ah, but wait, wait. Well, no, this is working. We spent X on this, and it's working. We're seeing results. We're going to give it a couple more years. And technology continuing to get better, there's more, there's more. And then you're resistant to saying, hey, do we want to spend another $1.5 million to do this? Um, we've already got this one in place. It's it's working well enough. I love that he said he was talking about TrackMan, and and he's like, that's old ass technology now. Like TrackMan is old, and I'm like, geez, we were down a TrackMan at spring training last year. <laughs> so I and I know I've yeah, heard uh, I've heard from some of the minor league guys. Players' day. <laughs> I've heard from some of the, the the minor league correspondents we have that that they don't even have one. Think at, about at your levels. refrigerator at home. You probably have one like I do, right? I've had our, we've had yeah, our. Fridge. I only have, I have one. I have one. Do have I do have yeah, one. I have one. They have refrigerators now that, like, will order food for you when it's you what? know you, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, no, I mean you put it in and like, hey, you're almost out of orange juice. What? It'll automatically order it like from Amazon because it senses you're low on it. <laughs> I mean they have so advanced <laughs> things, but. You look at your fridge and it goes, eh, it's still keeping everything cold. I don't need to invest in a new fridge. It's true. It's, it's fine. It's doing the job. It's fine. It's doing the job. Do I really want to spend 
$9,000 on this new advanced fancy fridge when the fridge we have right now it's fine what do it's I, fine what do i always say that a, a, an organization should do always it's it's like my baseline argument an organization should do everything they can to cover their own asses at all times a manager should a player should the the general manager should and cover your ass do your job so by that logic then you know they're still and i know that there's a place for some old school way of doing things but if you have the best of the best your ass is covered the sandy peter aj his crew is like we got you guys this you got this lab you can work in you got your ipads all the minor leaguers got ipads it ain't on us it's on you guys cover your own ass make sure your side of the street is clean and it's dirty as far you know, if you listen to Kyle Bodie, who is very much in the know about this stuff, it's a it's a dirty side of the street right now. So I do like the steps that they're making. This in and, and you know he said too. He said the 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 facility at PLNU is going to be great, um, but you know it's it's a, we're a little bit little bit behind the eight ball there. So how long is that going to take to to get ramped up? How long you know is it is it going to filter down at all to the minor leagues, or doesn't that just sound like that's for the big league guys? You know we'll see. Uh, but we were talking to Joe Musgrove. Paulie and I were a month ago when we saw him out at out at uh, Petco Park, and he had just got done throwing, and he was telling us about his facility. You know, which I, uh, from what I understand, is pretty state of the art. You know, mm-hmm. it's more than just some fake mounds and some plates out there for guys to throw to. It's it's a pretty state of the art facility, uh, training young pitchers and, and baseball players. So you got to be with the times. You got to stay current. And I think the teams that that do that. Are, are in better shape uh, than the San Diego Padres are, that's for sure. I need a contestant for Take on Woods. We're going to play in about a two minutes' time. So call now, 833-288-0973. I think this is your last day to qualify because uh, this is the last day of September that we're on the air. Tomorrow is the last day of September. And when we come back on Monday... It'll be October. We'll be oh, yeah. into so 30 days, half September. We'll be into the World Series month when we come back on Monday. So get in today. If you haven't qualified for the trip to Las Vegas, give us a call right now. 833-288-0973. There's not many, right? There's not too ah, many. It's got to be have, maybe have, five or six at most. Yeah. Yeah. you got yeah. a good shot. This is your chance, and then we'll uh, have Don't Do This, and yeah, Craig Elston will come in with Crossing Streams recommendations at the bottom of the hour. If you're a relatively new listener, like just to be clear... It's only for our morning qualifiers. Right, it's and not the whole station. It's not a we national contest right. across we, all Odyssey. We, we attempt yeah. to qualify somebody every day, but we only get like four, five, yeah. six qualifiers a month. So uh, you're not, yeah, it's, it's not the national it's thing. Tough it's to not beat with Woods. all the I other feel, shows on yeah, the station. I, I, I want to make sure that anyone who beats Woods feels like they've got a good chance to yep. win a really cool grand prize. Uh, so that's that's how we kind of do it here in the mornings when we give away our monthly prize to Las Vegas. I see people calling in, so why don't we just get to it? It is time. To take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 All right, everyone's trying to get in now that we hyped it up for your last chance. So let's go. Who's this on the air? You're on 97.3 The Fan. This is Corey. Corey, all right. You were in. Uh, You're going to take on Woods today with a chance to qualify for that getaway to Las Vegas at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. $250 food and beverage credit. But you do have to take down Woods or at least tie him in our five-question musical trivia game. You get to pick our category, though. 
Corey, here are your choices. End it all. Those are five song titles that end with the word it. Ladies and more ladies. All answers featuring the word ladies. And rocket or pocket. Each of those songs features one of those two words. Rocket or pocket. So, end it all. Ladies and more ladies. Or rocket or pocket. What's it going to be, Corey? Let's do end it all. End it all. All right. Today's category featuring five songs whose titles end with the word it. I-T. 60 seconds uh, to answer as many of the five. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We can get back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question is the two-second song. Polly's going to give you a little snippet of a well-known hit. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point, and then we'll go on from there. And remember the category and it all. Corey, you ready to play? Let's do it. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Corey. Let's take on Woods. Um, uh, Which 1984 Tina Turner chart topper became the title of the 1993 biopic about her career and relationship with abusive husband Ike? Uh, Turner. Incorrect. Which real good 1987 single helped Salt and Peppa become the first all female rap group to go platinum? Shake it. Incorrect. Twisted Sister created a classic for Rebels Everywhere with which 1984 hit that was their best selling single? Um, I don't know. I twist it. I don't know. Adele was still a breakout star in 2011 when she released which song about not believing everything you read? Of course, she uses the British spelling with a U. Oh, man. Uh, Pass, because I know the other one. Okay, go, one. go back to the song. Um, oh, no, you're going to get clobbered today. I'm yeah, sorry, Corey. Was, yeah. I appreciate you calling in and playing, Great but effort. you didn't get any. I'll leave the answers until Woods comes in and see how he does. You can all play again. I feel like people out there did pretty well on this one. Yeah. Corey didn't, unfortunately, but I think, I think people are screaming in their cars at some of these answers. <laughs> all right. Woods doesn't wait. get the category. We'll see how he does. It'll help to figure this one out. That's for sure. 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Corey. That's Whipping by Devo. Correct. Which 1984 Tina Turner chart topper became the title of the 1993 biopic about her career? What's Love Got to Do With It? Correct. Which real good 1987 single helped Salt and Peppa become the first all-female rap group to go platinum? Um, uh, uh, Real good. Dun, 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 da, 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 pass. Twisted Sister created a classic for Rebels Everywhere. We're not going to take it. Correct. Adele was still a breakout star in 2011 when she released which song about not believing everything you read? Of course, she uses the British spelling with a U. Pass. Which real good 1987 single helped Salt and Peppa work, uh, become the first all-female rap group to go platinum? I keep wanting to say whip it. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> Come on. We're real good, Bob. You just said it. Is it work, work it? No. Work it. <laughs> F word. Real good. <laughs> real good. Ha ha ha. I don't know the Adele song. Push um, it. Push, push it. it. So I thought they were W's. Push it real good. I thought it was W's. 
because you had whip it's, it. Uh, it ended in it. They you all ended a lot in of it. You did get all, all the W's. What love the w's. got to do with it? That's push it. We're not going to take it. And the one Adele was rumor has it. Rumor has it. But you did win three to nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Corey had trouble with that one today. It's been a banger of a show so far. Congratulations, <laughs> Woods! A victory to end the week, and uh, we will have a new prize for you when we come back on Monday uh, for our grand prize drawing. I loved the song. That's so good. Shockingly. <laughs> so good. I usually just take it. That's true. I continue to just take it. Yeah. You uh save that point. Yeah, he takes it. I don't. Yeah, you don't take I it. Should. I just I'm just gonna take it. I'm just gonna take it. Like, We're not gonna take it. Ben's like, I'll take it. I'll take I'm it. Just I'm gonna, gonna take it. Yes. I'm gonna take it. Yes, I'm gonna take it. All the time. Long, all the time. I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna take it. Uh, that's just what I do here. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, gonna take it. it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really I'm gonna, gonna, gonna take, take it. it. It's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Feel like I've been doing that for the first six, I'm seventy-five minutes of the show. Take it all day long. <laughs> brilliant. Ben's absolutely. just gonna take <laughs> absolutely it. brilliant. Uh, <laughs> all right, someone else can take it during "Don't Do This" coming up next. Oh, we got Angel Hernandez back oh, in the crosshairs. Take it a little bit. Kurt Schilling's yeah. gonna wear it a little. And we got bit. some good audio for "Do Do This." Oh, sweet little angel. Yeah. In, uh, in actually in goes with the Angel Hernandez. Yeah, don't do this. It does. All right, that's coming up next after a check of traffic. Bennett Woods on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. 
If you missed I'm Listening, Odyssey's annual two-hour special spreading awareness about mental health, or just want to listen again, you can hear it on the free Odyssey app. Remember, talk saves lives. I will let uh, Woods take it, at least the uh, leadoff spot on Don't Do This today. Uh, yesterday we were in the middle towards the end of the show, and I saw a statement issued from the Boston Red Sox. That was the first thing I saw, and it really made me sad. It said, uh, the Red Sox today issued the following statement with permission from Tim and Stacy Wakefield. We are aware of the statements and inquiries about the health of Tim and Stacy Wakefield. Unfortunately, this information has been shared publicly without their permission. Their health is a deeply personal matter. They intended to keep private as they navigate treatment and work to tackle this disease. Tim and Stacy are appreciative of the support and love that has always been extended to them and respectfully ask for privacy at this time. I had no idea uh, what they were talking about. Then I started seeing some tweets about Kurt Schilling, and I said, what the hell did he do? So I saw the clip pop up. We're not going to play the audio because, I mean, that kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, it's it's out there now. Uh, but Kurt Schilling on his uh, podcast uh, on OutKick, he talked about how he had talked to another former teammate of theirs, and that teammate had let him know, yeah, we know Stacy's battling cancer, and now Tim is also battling brain cancer. And uh, so husband and wife, both just in the fight of their lives right now, um, was not something they were comfortable going public with. And then Kurt Schilling took it public, and he said, I, they, don't even, they probably don't even want this out there, but I'm going to do it because I'm a, a man of God, and I know the power of prayer. And so I'm going to put it what out there. And so, yeah, it was... Not a good look um, in a series of... How do you not? It's sad, dude. It's really sad. And, and you know, I, I I, guess I shouldn't be surprised. I had people defending him in my in my Twitter thread. I shouldn't be surprised by that because it's 2023 and that's just what people do. And, I mean, you know, a guy said, well, just because just it's out there, you know, just because they wanted to keep it private doesn't mean it's going away. And I said, well, my, my father-in-law passed away from brain cancer. He got to share his story. His colleagues didn't do a podcast about it. He worked at Fox 5 at the time, and Kathleen Bade and others didn't sit down and say, hey, wait till you hear what happened to, to Lauren. And he got to tell his story at his, at his pace, when he wanted to, how he wanted to. It's, it's so repugnant that I can't even wrap my head around it. It's, it's, it's privacy. That's someone's private life. Um, and so that's what he did. It's out there. I'm sure he doesn't feel bad about it at all uh, because I think, you know, I think that escapes him. But That's what um, Kurt Schilling is. Yeah, that's, that's just so what he's always been. That's what he is. That's what he does. So, Kurt Schilling, don't do this. You got bro. your clicks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. All right, I will go. Uh, Angel Hernandez is always the easy target in Don't Do This. I'm going to take it a little bit beyond that. But uh, you probably saw the video. It was the third inning yesterday. Woo. The Phillies taking on the Pirates. Full count. Harper. Bryce Harper checks his swing. I mean, barely because he barely moved his hand. He barely moved at all. The bat. I mean, it wasn't one of those mud. Oh, if he hits it, it's a double. No, no. it was a non. It was an entire non-swing. If but he hits it, he fouls it off the knob on, on appeal <laughs> instead of getting his walk on the ball that was uh, way down in the dirt. And he had already like he was taking his gear off. Yeah, <laughs> a- Angel Hernandez at third base rings him up as strike three, and Bryce Harper loses loses his mind. I mean, he can. The Phillies have won seven in a row. They've already clinched their their wild card spot. Not going to change their playoff fate at all. So he decides, okay, I'm just going to. I know I'm going to get tossed. I'm going to let Angel Hernandez has it. He w- runs up the third base line, <laughs> screaming at Angel Hernandez, who throws him out of the game with this little smirk on his face that really does look like 
eh, well, I may be wrong, I may be right, but you can't do anything about it. Just as annoying and smarmy as all get out. Uh, Harper gets thrown out of the game, but I will, I will add to the don't do this. I, I don't know who the home plate umpire was, but if you know that Angel Hernandez is your crewmate over <laughs> at third base, you don't have to ask for the appeal. It was so obvious that he didn't swing that he could have not pointed and just saved everyone a whole lot of grief by not bringing Angel Hernandez into the equation. And I, I tweeted last night, people seem to get a kick out of this one, when you have a co-worker who's completely incompetent but you can't do anything about it, can we just refer to that person as the Angel Hernandez of the office? It's called Angel. <laughs> from now on. And I don't know how his uh, you know fellow umpires in his crew feel about him. I can't imagine that... It's that much fun to have to work with the guy who is clearly it can't be. It the worst can't umpire be in baseball. But yeah, they can't do CB, anything about it because of the union. He and CB Buckner are just you, CB is Angel bad Hernandez, behind the plate. Though, he's bad behind. He's the plate. really bad behind the plate. I don't get the same sense when he's Angel in the field. takes it everywhere. everywhere. He <laughs> he makes the game about him. You could put him on the line in the playoffs. CB's just just not good at the strike he zone. Just cannot. Which is, I have some sympathy because that's got to be tough. a tough job. Sure. Angel's just bad at his job. And he's just the, bad, the, and he's also he complains, and he's the worst part about that sensitive, one, and the uh, worst part about that one was you can see him say, "No, you know, you went, you went," and Bryce, I did not go. He goes, "Yeah, you went. You'll see, you'll see." <laughs> and then when uh, who's their manager, Rob Thompson, came out, and you see him go, "He went, you'll see," and turn around and walk away. I mean, it's it's so egregious; it's not even fair. Uh, so let's go. This will carry us right into do do this. D.D. Mega Doo-Doo. So as you see, Bryce is livid, man. Uh, walks off the field. There was a second I was wondering if he was just going to take a swing just, at him. Just slugging. <laughs> I mean, you know he'd be suspended for the playoffs, oh, so you yeah, can't do done. that. But he, done. he was that angry. He uh, was walking back towards the dugout. The Philly fans were going bananas. Took his helmet off, threw it 50 feet into the air. Over it, the net. Over had the to get net. it over the net. Into the crowd. And uh, all these, I mean, you saw it was like, it was like when you put food in a fishbowl. It was a chum. <laughs> yeah, <man>. chum. <laughs> and uh, it went crazy. Kid that walked away with the helmet, though, was I believe he's 10 years old. Yeah. His name is Hayden Dorfman. And uh, here was his in-game interview. Um, so I first I saw him throw it and I knew I wouldn't get so I kind of just stood still. Because the dads went for it, right? You yeah. told me that. There was like three or four dads just diving in. It's always the dads, guys. And it, and it was pure chaos. I did not want to go in there. <laughs> but then I kind of just stood on the outside in case like it fumbled out. But the dads thought I was going for it. So I started yelling, give it to the kid. And that worked. The sympathy <laughs> worked. Yes. Right. That's, that's what the face of a 10-year-old would do. Uh, so in hindsight, I guess it's kind of, it's bittersweet because Bryce got kicked out. But a, a very cool moment for you, I'd imagine. You just said a minute ago, when is my leg going to stop shaking? When do you think that leg's going to stop shaking, Hayden? I don't know. <laughs> Probably never. You're coming next week to one of the wild card games, right? Are you going to bring the helmet, you think? Probably not. No. Probably not. And I was not. told, I asked if he was going to wear it to school tomorrow. Well, he's not going to wear it because I also saw that you know Harper knew exactly what happened. He knew threw the helmet in there and somebody got it. He sent security guards up there to find out who got it and he wanted to sign the helmet for them. So bad. He didn't know it was a kid. He, like, he didn't know who it's got even, it. Even better. Which I thought was great. He didn't know if it was so a six-year-old guy yeah. or a ten-year-old kid. But he knew some fan got that helmet and he's like, yeah, 
bring him down. I want to sign it for him. Now, when do Philly kids actually get their Philly accent? I don't know. Because he doesn't, doesn't really have it. didn't have it yet. Well, so. this guy, uh, somebody <laughs> did, speaking of Philly fans, was waiting outside of the player <laughs> umpire, and umpire exits, and yeah. manager parking lot, just standing on the sidewalk, knowing Angel Hernandez at some point going to be driving his car out of this gate. Guy should have armored security, to be honest with you and Phil. Probably should, and Angel Hernandez hears every word of what we're about to play, because he's looking right at him, and he's laughing with that smirk that he has. Angel Hernandez, you stink, and I don't like you! It might be the same, call me when you get your phone. It sounds (laughs) identical. I mean, it sounds like it could be, yo, call me when you get your phone! Again? It literally might be. It could be him. Angel Hernandez, you stink, and I don't like you! I mean, it's... Yo, call me when you get your phone! It's the same guy, I'm just Angel say Hernandez, it. you it. stink, and I don't like you! It's him. That is him. It sounds like Straight him. Straight up. So that, I mean, he's a YouTuber, professional heckler. Okay, that's him. Philly then. captain, he's got 6,300 followers on Twitter. Okay. I'm guessing that that was him that yeah. did the... You'll, you'll call me when you get your phone. It's Yo, call me when you get your phone! It's my, one of my favorite accents. Not if I li- if I was married, dating a woman from there would be tough. It would be a tough scene. I'll call you on the phone. Yeah, you don't have to. You just text me. <laughs> I, I don't actually ever want to talk. We just text. We'll just keep this text between you and I, and it's fine. Same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah, I knew it. I mean, it was so obvious. Yo, call me when you get your phone! <laughs> Brilliant! Don't and do do this for a Friday. <laughs> that I was don't, don't like you. Do this with Ben and Woods on ninety seven fan. Angel Hernandez, you stink, and I don't like you. you I like how he kept it G rated. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I appreciate that. Exactly. I don't like you. Uh, Craig Elston is going to join us when we come back. Craiger, we need some no. crossing streams today, right? No, he's not. Eight thirty. Eight thirty. Oh, eight thirty. A whole another hour. Oh, wow. I I read 7.30. My bad. All right. Well, maybe we can talk about Jeff Passan just trading Juan Soto away from the Padres when we come back. It's going to be a super fun offseason. Yep. Uh, It's coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Giving you a Ryder Cup update here because that went poorly the last time I tried it. It's Ben Woods. This hour on the fan, to, though, don't you? I do badly. This hour on the fan, not much has changed. U.S. is up in two matches, trailing big in one and all square in the other. Down four nothing after the morning alternate shot. Okay, they need to win three of these here in the afternoon to get back into it. Okay, two and a half at least. All right. All right, this uh, hour on Bennett Woods brought to you by... It wasn't so bad. Ashley Furniture. Fall is here, and at Ashley, seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa. Gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. Paulie's pulled up the audio of Jeff Passan. You know, if this was... Anyone else? 
Yes, very. Any, if anyone else on planet Earth yeah. had said this, I would just go. All right, All right just fill in some time, speculation, whatever. We if do it. Was it everyone Mets, does it. If it was a Mets podcast, or I, something. John Heyman. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was Ken even Rosenthal, it was Heyman. even if it was Rosenthal, who's probably number two in my mind. Yeah, I'd still go. That's fine. You know, they got they got they need clicks. They need eyeballs. This is what we do in this business. We do it too. Speculation, idle talk, a little bit not sometimes. No, yeah. Not for clicks. We play for wins. Right, not true. for clicks. But, we lead with our pads. But because it was Jeff Passan. No, this game's not played in Hollywood. Because it was Jeff Passan, it hits a little differently. We'll play the audio of him speculating or more about a Juan Soto trade right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, Paulie, give us. Uh, this was Jeff Passan yesterday. Was uh, was it a Sports Center hit or was it a? No, it was. Uh, he was, was on a podcast. He was on a podcast yeah. discussing uh, what might Baseball happen. Baseball is dead. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Talking what might happen in the off season for the Cutting San Diego payroll. Padres? Yep. You have to cash in as much as you can if you're the Padres right now because you are stuck with Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts into their forties for hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and you have Fernando Tatis Jr. for 300 plus million still. Uh, and that's not a move. Like it's three unmovable contracts right there. It's not and so, yeah, you you do have to move Juan Soto. And who should be in? Everyone. <laughs> I mean, the, the Red Sox, yes. I, I think the Mets are, are scary possibility for Juan Soto mm. and uh, I think the Mets probably are in a better position to offer prospects to go out and get him because I think Mets ownership has shown uh, the the aptitude and the desire to sign guys like Juan Soto long term that the Red Sox have not and I understand Rafael Devers you know thumbs up on that one Sox stepped up there but Generally speaking, when it comes to, to free agents, especially their own, uh, the, the Sox history is not particularly good when it comes to big dollar guys. Devers and Soto back to back in a lineup would be pretty nasty, I would say, those two. Um, him in a lineup in New York would be pretty nasty, depending on what they do with some of the guys that they've got on their roster. I don't know really the ins and outs. I know that there was talk of trading Pete Alonzo and things like that. Uh, but if you had a, a Lindor, Soto, Alonzo combo, yeah, that's pretty dirty. <laughs> then again, we also thought a Tatis, Manny, Xander, Soto uh, combo was going to be do dirty as well. Do you accept what Jeff Passan says, sure. though? Yeah, I accept it. You do? Oh, yeah. That the Padres need to be trading Juan Soto? No, no. I, That's I accept, pretty much what he said. I accept that it's a possibility. Well, obviously. Of course it's a possibility. I mean, I, I think... Um, but he seems to make it sound like it's an they imperative. Have to. So he, he called those contracts unmovable. And that I also disagree with. You would get 20 offers for Fernando Tatis Jr. today. Don't want to get offers for Fernando Tatis. Absolutely Jr., not. Yeah, I'm, you would. You I'm would. saying. I mean, there are Xander's contract is a bit immovable. Manny's probably probably immovable as well. Uh, but I I don't know. I could see. I could see. I don't think the Padres would or should trade any of them. Had a great tweet yesterday from our buddy uh, Chad. We had him on the show before uh, years ago. He goes by the Chamner on Twitter. Yeah. He's smart, smart dude, analytic, and he he laid this out. And he said, "I'm firmly in the camp." 
that in effectively every situation, trading away generational superstars is always a mistake. Soto alone is probably worth more than the aggregate talent in many organizations. The key here is that one war in one position is worth far more than in many. Trading Soto because of a salary cap concern is simply compounding a prior mistake with a more grave one. Yeah, um, I, I see what he's saying, though. I do, too. Um, you know, war, simplifying things down to war isn't always the best. Sure. But, you, know, you can probably expect, you know, around six war from Juan Soto next year, yep. just alone. There's a lot of prospects. You get three great prospects in a trade, and they may not that. get six in their career. Correct. To combined. Combined. You know, unless you do really well in terms of hitting on two of those prospects, most guys don't amass in a career what Juan Soto does in one season. Yeah, and you're certainly not going to um, amass what he's already done in his career war-wise. I mean, he is... He is on the, the, the fast track to superstardom if he isn't already, Ben, I, and I, I believe that he is. Does he have parts of his game that he can clean up? Yes. Is he willing to do that? I don't know. I, 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 he, it, doesn't make, it doesn't give me any pause in signing him, though. None. Even if he doesn't clean them up, he's still, he's still a superstar. <laughs> so, fine. Exactly right. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is we all understood this. The plan... Wasn't the worst plan. They knew that they were overpaying a little bit for some guys, that they were going to risk losing Juan Soto to free agency. And if the Padres were running toward a potential World Series right now, we'd all accept that as the price you have to pay to be a championship contender. No question. What makes it so unappealing and galling is the fact that we're making these decisions and the Padres aren't even going to the playoffs, barring an absolute miracle over the next four, four days. That's what makes this tough. If the Padres win a World Series ring and they face, hey, now we got to pay the piper a little bit, we all understand that. We're all, we're all probably okay with that, in fact, if the Padres win a World Series ring and go, hey, you know, our, we'll enjoy Manny and, and Xander for many years and we'll thank Juan Soto for what he did and you know the memories that he left us. What makes it hard isn't the... The reality of the economics of baseball and finding a way to pay multiple superstars. It's that we didn't we didn't get much out of it. We got a, yeah. a trip to the NLCS yep. and a unbelievable non playoff season here. And that's it from Juan Soto? That that feels like a failure of a trade because you didn't get out of it what you were hoping to get out of it. Not that Juan Soto was the failure, but your plan of how you wanted to use Juan Soto to, you know, build your championship team was a failure for AJ Preller. Yeah, correct. And somebody makes the point. Uh, Jr. in the chat says, "Is it just me, or does it feel like most of the national media just doesn't want the Padres to do well and keep our stars?" You do. You saw it in the off season. And I mean, look. At the end of the day, I think all those people, you know, I've said it before. It kind of makes me mad that Dick Manfart was mad, was right. Uh, that it, and, and now, if the rumors are true, if what AC writes is true, and and what people speculating are true, that it's not sustainable after one year when everyone was told it was sustainable, and this is going to be a continued, you know, long period of sustainability and and victories and and everything else that's the tough I, I, to I don't think that's entirely fair because if you had told me 4 years ago that by 2024 the Padres would up their payroll to 200 million dollars sure. I would say 
there's no way they're getting that high. I'd be happy at 150 at this point. You can't tell me. Padres aren't going to get up to 200. Kind of worried about it because they're scaling back to 200. But there's nothing wrong with a $200 million payroll. And if that's sustainable going forward, you should be able to put together championship contenders at a $200 million payroll with a smart plan going forward. It's not unsustainable. The, The problem, though, is that when you say a smart plan, in my opinion at least, a smart plan doesn't include getting rid of a player like Juan Soto. That to me is is we can't afford it anymore. And I understand it. It's not my money, right? And and the the other mistakes, the little mistakes, the hundreds of millions of dollars for with nothing to show for it, an international player, nothing. Zero. Adrian Morahone is a constant maybe. And that's it. Those are the ones where but, you have to look but at. But that's and say, not a oh sign that the Padres can't sustain. That's a sign that the Padres made some bad decisions. And and now you're going to compound them by get, getting rid of Juan Soto, and that just makes all those decisions look even worse. Um, and so, yeah, I I know it's going to be a challenge to figure out how to sign that guy. I know it is. It it, it keeps me up at night. But he's um, the guy we should have signed all along. But he's the guy you should have signed all along. And Blake Snell maybe should have been extended a little bit uh, last year, or even after he won a couple playoff games for you. You know, and 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 like you got to be looking ahead. There's like, a, there's a, Snell finished last year strong, yes. won some playoff games. Yep. You got to look ahead and go. All right, man. He's pretty locked in. We only got him for next year. Yep. Maybe we get the ball rolling. Get the thing rolling. We don't know that they we we don't know that they didn't. Well, I mean they they do on I mean they did with Jake Cronenworth. They They didn't have to though. That's the thing. There was no he still that's that's hindsight though. If Jake had arguably all right, we think Jake's gonna bounce back. If Jake had hit two ninety this year with twenty four homers and you know, play still have him for like three more years. You still have him. Yeah, but you'd say now he's you've got him at a bargain forever. You got you got one of the best young you know second baseman in the league, but it's going the other way. But instead, he went the other way. Right. Well, he had so been h- going. He had way. Been. Right. But they gambled. They gambled it was based gamble. on the character of Jake. He's his, that, his that, contract that was, with his age and how many controllable years Cronenworth had. He's the perfect example of riding it out right and it then out. let him you know. Thanks for everything, man. Yep. Best of and luck. then somebody's gonna if somebody wants to overpay for him when he's thirty four, it, it shouldn't be the yeah. San Diego Padres. Yeah, it, it turned out to look like it was a mistake as well. But I mean, there it's not like they never look for they just picked the wrong guys to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, they actually do look forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the splashy Xander Bogarts move, um, again, completely, really unnecessary. I like Xander. I think Xander's going to do well. I said it yesterday. I think he's going to figure it out and, and get, you know, have some, some big hits for us uh, down the stretch. But just, again, one of those things where now you feel completely hamstrung. Yeah, they're, they're a forward. better team with Xander Bogarts. Yeah, but, I think so. But they have way more flexibility without him. With Hassan Kim yeah. at short and Jake at second yep. and finding a first baseman. And then, you know, now you have money to play with this offseason to try to get pitching, yep. to re sign Blake Snell, whatever you want to do. It's not that Xander is not a good player right. and not even worth the this money. It's kind of a, it was... It's just that it wasn't necessarily the right way to spend your money on this particular roster. My wife looks at it like he's the second fridge, and she thinks we're fine, and we probably are fine with one fridge. Xander Bogarts is the second fridge, and uh, and that's how that's how we roll in my house, Ben. But I I don't know, man. I I I do feel you know again, all of this could be flipped on its head as it was last off season. 
Nobody really knows anything, knows with 100% certainty that they're even going to cut payroll. I mean, they're, it's out there. Eric Gruppner said on our show they'd like to get some younger, hungrier players, things like that. Yeah, you read between the lines and say, but there's no... So does every team. Every team. But there's no guarantee <laughs> that, that Peter isn't going to go, you know what, go for it again. Resign Juan, do this, do that. Um, I just... I've been proven wrong too many times when I thought, hey, we've got $10 million to spend in the offseason. So I hope that's the case. But, yeah, when Passon says it, you tend to believe it a little bit more. Though he's not saying. Now, if he had come out on his podcast and said, no, I'm hearing that they will move Juan Soto, that's when, that's when it's time to panic. But speculating where he could be traded. Right. He wasn't Steve reporting. Cohen, he was speculating. The Mets are going to be what the Padres were last offseason for the next however long Steve Cohen's alive and, and running the Mets. It's always going to be the Mets. Like it used to be the Yankees. Oh, free agent's coming up. He'll, he's going to the Yankees. He's going to the Yankees. Now it's going to be the Mets in, in perpetuity until he's, until he's done. Right? I mean, that's just going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I can envision a scenario, Ben, where Steve Cohen says, bring me Manny Machado to play third base. We haven't had a third baseman here in forever. And Brett Beatty isn't cutting it. And, and the other guy that they had, ah, escapes me. He's not cutting it. Bring me Manny Machado. I'll pay. I I can absolutely see it. He's a wild man. Now, the guy he brought in, I don't know. David Stearns. David Stearns. I don't think his reputation is is a gunslinger like that. So they're going to have their their moments together. And and if Steve Cohen is going out and signing players, I think anything is on the table. So I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting. It could potentially be heartbreaking as well for San Diego Padres fans because I sure don't want to see him in New York. I don't. I, I think he's a fit here. I think he's he mashes, and I want him in the lineup. Two hours down, two hours to go. Craig Elston will join us in our 8 o'clock hour for his Crossing Streams recommendations. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find new roads. Back to reset. Two more hours left with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 